We're going to talk some cricket, a critical game for Australia tonight in the World Cup. They take on Pakistan. It's a must-win encounter. They'll certainly be buoyed, the Aussies, by that win over Sri Lanka, while Pakistan left reeling after that heavy defeat against India. Daniel Cherney covering all the action for Code Sports. He joins me live from India on the line right now. G'day, Dan. G'day, good to be with you, Julian. Uh, important match for the Aussies. You know, was there a sense on the ground that they'd regained their mojo after that win against Sri Lanka, or is it still a case of, you know, steady steps forward? Oh, look, I think it was a significant step forward. Um, mojo, oh, perhaps, I think it wasn't a perfect performance, but it was certainly a dramatic improvement given where they'd come from. And I think ultimately they just had to had to just start winning and uh, you know, by hook or by crook and, and, they, and they found found a way. Uh, as I said, it wasn't an absolutely perfect performance, but they, they did a fair bit right against Sri Lanka. Uh, they were in trouble there with Sri Lanka, none for 125 before uh, David Warner I think, really turned the, turned the match with a couple of brilliant outfield mm. catches. So, look, uh, a, fair, a fair bit clicking. I think most of the players contributed in uh, in that game and uh, now they've got to get it done against Pakistan in uh, what is a huge game. Well, just on Pakistan, I mean, there's talk about illness going through the camp. Are they likely to have recovered for tonight? Yeah, yeah. That, that sort of was something earlier in the week and it, it did look like it was a bit of an issue for them, but uh, pretty much their entire squad trained last night. Uh, they've, they've got a couple of their fringe players um, who are under injury or illness clouds, but th- they'll be able to pick their best 11. Uh, and, uh, yeah, th- they'll go in with a pretty strong side. So, um, uh, I don't know that's good news. I suppose you could say it's a bad news yeah. for Australia, but uh, you know, it, it, should, it should be a pretty fair contest in, in that regard. You know, Chinnaswamy, it's a really good batting deck. I think the average 50-over score there is over 300. And quite often it's not uncommon to see teams put over 200 on the board in, in T20 cricket. I mean, it's an interesting one to do if they win the toss. Do you, do you bat first and set a big total? I mean, is it the sort of uh, venue that gets due on the ball late? Is it going to be harder to bowl at the night session or is it one of those tosses where it's not too bad to lose? Look, I mean, Pat Cummins has sort of acknowledged that it's, he's not quite sure with these tosses. I think most venues in India, it's pretty 50-50 in terms yeah. of um, batting or bowling. Uh, and I mean, I suppose the, the first couple of games, he, he changed tack both times and uh, not, neither time it worked out. And then he lost the toss against Sri Lanka and that was the game they won. So it's a very small sample size, but it does probably highlight that, uh, you know, ultimately you've just got to execute the skills regardless of the toss here. Uh Look, the Jew, I, I don't think it'll be quite as big a factor here. It's just not quite as humid uh, a venue. It's, uh, it, it's it's more of a temperate climate than compared to, to some of the other cities that they've been in so far. So I don't think it'll be quite as big a factor as, as it might have been um, in uh, in Chennai or, or Lucknow, particularly Chennai, where they really did struggle to control the ball. They're, the spinners uh, trying to defend that small total against India. But, uh, yeah, you're right, though. It, it, is a, it is a good batting deck. It's a pretty small ground, and so not not massive boundaries. Very intimate sort of atmosphere there, and uh, known to be a pretty true batting wicket as well. So, uh, look on reputation at least, it, it should be a, a high scoring game. Uh, uh, Travis Head, I still uh, believe is is a, probably a game away before a potential return. Uh, not likely to see any changes, Daniel. Or are you hearing anything on the grapevine? I think they'll go in unchanged, Australia. That was sort of the way that. Uh, Pat Cummins spoke yesterday, just flagging. Uh, he said that they will confirm the team at the toss, which just has been the way in recent times. But uh, he, he suggested, or hinted as much, that they would be unchanged. I mean, the only you're right, first of all on Travis Head, you're right. He's still 
uh, well, he's not in the country. Well, he might have been in the country, might just be in the country, but I think he's meeting the team in New Delhi on Sunday. Uh, so if he's, if he's here or not, he's, he's, uh, he might have just got in, but it, it's that it won't be available at least until the Netherlands game next Wednesday. The, the only potential in, um, concern remains Adam Zampa, who uh, had that, well, he, he went into the, the tournament uh, pretty sore and sorry and then had back spasms again uh, in the lead-up to the game against Sri Lanka. Did play, played very well, took 4-47, was player of the match. Uh, still on pretty light duties yesterday at training, just doing a little bit of jogging, spending a fair bit of time with some of the high-performance staff. Uh, Cummins said that, you know, he's still not completely right, but by the same token, I, I, he wouldn't be any worse than he was against Sri Lanka. So I think he'll play, perhaps under some duress, but... Uh, Still keep maybe one just keep a little bit of an eye on. Yeah, well, I mean, given he's the only specialist spinner in the squad, they, they need him to be fit, don't they? So what you're telling me, Daniel, is that you're not uh, getting any mail, secret mail, that the captain might be dropped. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was uh, yeah, no, that was quite an interesting episode there with uh, with Michael Clark the other day. Yeah. Um, probably a uh, yeah, just a good reminder to uh, check your facts, whoever you are, but. Uh, uh, and also probably maybe an indication that Michael Clark's not all that close to the uh, Australian cricket camp at the moment. Uh. But uh, but uh, anyway, no, that was one to, one to laugh at, I suppose. And I think the Aussie, Aussies did exactly that. You know, it's interesting, the first few games and they lost and, and everybody made a similar ob- observation about this team. They just, you know, they... They just looked off. They looked flat. They were dropping catches. Normally, fielding is is a marker of this Australian side. They're world leaders in that respect for so long. But you mentioned there those two Warner catches. It almost like that that lit a fuse under them, didn't it? Like that was just the lift that they needed. And their body language. I don't know about you, what it was like at the ground, but it seemed seemed to shift quite markedly at that point. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, it can be hard to sort of. It's hard to tell all these things, and sometimes there can be sort of you can sort of retrofit. Uh, you, you know, start to turn things around. You think, oh yeah, that's, that's when that's when things turned. Um, but I, I certainly think Warner. I mean, Warner was very pumped up, and I mean, he really did inspire them with with those catches. And they were for a guy at his age to do what he did, to be running that that far and that hard, and the combination of the athleticism and the skill, and on the back of so many other guys dropping catches in the uh, previous couple of games. Uh, uh, yeah, look, whether whether it was... Uh, I, mean, I think they, they went in trying to ensure that they had plenty of energy in the field. Um, but, you know, sometimes it takes a moment like that to really, you know, click click into gear. And uh, I think if Australia, if anything comes of this tournament for Australia, if they can if they somehow make it to the semifinals or the final or somehow win it, you know, win the whole thing, I think you can look back at those couple of David Warner catches as, as real turning points. Yeah, I just got this sense that Warner's due for something really big. You know, him and Marsh were showing glimpses. Uh, he was really disappointed, as we saw, uh, with his dismissal the other night and his cursing on his way back. And understandably, it, it means so much to him. And he's he's almost 37, but, you know, he's still got that fire about him. And I, I just think, I, I just wondered tonight, Pakistan, who, you know, a lot of people tip to go deep in this tournament. If if Marsh and Warner in particular can, can get to 100 unbeaten, that is going to do just wonders, not just for their confidence, but for the entire team. Oh, look, it's crucial. I mean, ultimately, with, without Travis Hare, they, they really did need Marsh and Warner to fire up the top. You know, the team probably still it looked more balanced just the way they played the other night, but it, it's, you know, it's probably still a little bit lopsided in terms of the the, the, uh, the balance between, maybe not between bat and ball, but at least uh, just the types of batters that they have there mm. when you've got Smith and Marnus as sort of those more stabilising influences, which which is fine, but, you know, they, that means you still, you've still got guys accelerating 
above. And I think we saw against South Africa and um, and, and India that uh, just having Manus and and Smithy in a bit too early just probably um, forces the the, uh, the pushes the run rate the, the, the strike rate back a bit. Oh, the, yeah, the, the scoring rate back a bit. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, look, I think Warner has looked pretty. From while well, he hasn't made a big score, he, he hasn't looked. It's not like he's looked bad at the career. Yeah. I mean, he was tested quite a bit against South Africa, but he, but he's looked looked very commanding early in that innings against Sri Lanka. Uh, looked pretty good against India as well to start with. So, and and he had a very good build up to the, to the tournament. He was making a lot of runs. He was one of the only guys that really did make consistent. Runs in the in the warm up series and, and warm up matches, uh, official warm up matches here in India. So uh, I, th- I think, yeah, there's no reason to suggest he's not, you know, he's not in as good a position as anyone to, to make a big score tonight. Well, hopefully they do, and if they do get off to a flyer, those two, whether we see somebody like Maxwell, he knows his ground well because of his time with RCB. You know, and Langer mentioned this, didn't he? You could use him almost as a as a sliding batter. You know, if, if if Smith and Marnus are going to put the brakes on the run rate ever so slightly, if they get off to a fly, he's someone that can, can really accelerate. So uh, options there. Um, one more before we let you go. India, important win or a big win, of course, Kohli last night against Bangladesh, 48-30-100. What did you make of all this kerfuffle about, you know, not taking the singles so it could chase the glory of the 100? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was quite interesting. We were watching it last night. Um Sitting around a restaurant, actually, they've got the cricket on everywhere here. But uh, yes. yeah, it was, no, that wouldn't surprise you. Uh, look, look, I get why it happens. I mean, cricket's obsessed with individual milestones, and um, I suppose there's that sort of and look, India where they're at in the tournament, um, you know, unbeaten with a healthy net run rate, and you know, looking like a shoe in for the semi-finals. I, I, I get it, and look, I could probably also argue that. Um, you know, getting Coley onto strike onto the strike increased the scoring rate a bit, um, but I think it's it's probably not a great look for them or for cricket as a whole in some respect. I mean, yes, I, I like the, the theatre of it is interesting and exciting, and, and Coley is such a beloved figure here. And you know, maybe ensuring that he gets to a ton just rouses the whole team and rouses the country, but. I think ultimately, you, you, especially in a competition where you do have maybe different in a bilateral series where uh, there's no net run rate involved, but I think um, in the off chance that net run rate could still be a factor for India, um, you know, even if it's very marginal, that that may have hurt. And you've just got to get, you've just got to win. Um, it can't matter about individual milestones. You saw Kaila Rahul miss out narrowly in that run chase against Australia uh, in a similar circumstances. So, no, I, I don't think it was a great look, and it probably speaks a bit to to the deference to which, with which, um, you know, how much India defer to, to Virat Kohli a bit. Mm. Uh, again, I get it, but just, just not, not great from my perspective. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. So if Dee Cherney was kicking off, uh, bowling your offies, you'd probably just send down five leg side wides and say, too bad, buddy. And uh, game over. Let's go have a lussie. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I wouldn't start. I'm not skillful enough to land them and say I probably would have bowled wise, but it would have been inadvertent. inadvertent. <laughs> not intentional. Yeah. Always good to chat, Dan. Uh, enjoy your coverage, mate. We'll catch it all on Code Sports. No, thanks, Julian.